Apollo table. Activate. Pretty tricky, right? I couldn't even find the on button. Welcome back, Marvel fans, to the Raft and MCU podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of the fifth season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I almost forgot again. Um, entitled Rewind. But before we do that, I'm your host, Tyler Zabel, and this is my co-host, William Miller. Hello. Uh, 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 Marvel News. Let's just go straight into it. Boom. <laughs> we don't need to know how each other are doing. We just need to get no, into it. we're fine. Christmas <laughs> just happened. Uh, so actually, uh, it should be said, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on a one-week hiatus because of the holidays, I'm guessing. So uh, if we get our crap together, we will maybe do Thor in there, or maybe do Punisher Part 2 in there, which will probably be the last part. <laughs> part uh, part 2 and 3 of the third. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Um, that said, uh, do you have any Marvel news? I do not. Okay. Other than Spider-Man I... is number one, but I'll get to that later. I'll 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 uh, I'll have a firm response to that later. I'll <laughs> um, just skimming through a Marvel news site, I like to hop on, which is some random person's Tumblr. Um, apparently, Ben Mendelsohn is reported to play some character named Jan Rog, which sounds like an alien name, in Captain Marvel. Ben Mendelsohn, you may know from um, uh, Star Wars Rogue One as the bad guy. Uh, but he's a cool actor and a cool dude. The guy so, that said, uh, "We stand on the verge of my, of my accomplishments." That Probably. guy. Probably. I mean, he's the main bad guy. He was wearing white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The main bad guy that isn't Darth Vader. <laughs> what about video game Grand Moff Tarkin? <laughs> yes, him either. Okay. His nemesis. Um, so that's a thing. Uh, there are two set photos of Finn Jones and Jessica Henwick on the set of Iron Fist Season 2. No! Hooray! No! <laughs> Why? Why? It's a joke. Oh, thank goodness. I can be, I can be funny. Oh, my goodness. I was, I, was, I, was, uh, I was angry. Blood uh, was rushing to my head. I don't need more of that, but <laughs> if they decide to completely change it and make it good, I'm all for it. No. But until that happens, uh, whatever. I need it to die. Um... There's some new stills from Black Panther. That's coming out in, I keep forgetting, it's like February or January. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. That's all I'm seeing. Uh, I'm excited for all that stuff. Cool. Yep. All right. Let's do a 10-second recap of this episode. Also Spider-Man Rewind. is still number one. Oh, uh, and Hawkeye is also still number one, last I heard. Good. My yeah, sources ten, tell me. 10-second recap? Go. <gasps> Fitz is in a holding cell forever uh, by an evil government agency until Hunter comes and saves him, and together they find Enoch, who sends Fitz to the future, though short, long way. Yep. Uh, let's get into some little thoughts about this episode. Uh, other than the fact that it was very enjoyable. Yeah, like the best episode of the season. They're not going to get any better than that. <laughs> it's hilariously fun, as predicted. Yeah. Yeah, they. I mean, I think we. I think we talked about this last week or before about how Gemma being on the planet by herself and focusing an entire episode on just that was like one of the best things they've ever done. And mm-hmm. they did essentially the same thing, but in reverse, where it's only fits well, and except it's not. I mean, 
I mean, it's, it's Hunter, which is when it gets the most fun. Right, but but I mean, they <laughs> they just focused on one story with one character that did have characters that didn't have other characters interacting with it, but they didn't feel the need to cut between multiple stories or anything like right. that. It's true, and it worked very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I'm guessing probably when we're going to be one of the more comedic episodes. There's just a lot of goofs. Yeah. Uh, even when it's very serious, mm-hmm. it's very much. It kind of is like halfway fan fiction in kind of a funny way how um, so because it literally ends with uh nick blood telling ian to cast girl he loves him <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh and, and again <clears throat> not the whole thing mm-hmm. but it just had these tiny little jokes that kind of felt like somebody just being like what if these two guys hung out uh did, and that's the whole episode did you see that the official star wars twitter tweeted out uh something about like looking at you agents of shield and that and then a quote of han saying i know oh did it yeah i did not that's fantastic yeah yeah that's pretty good ever actually since, i think uh, i think ian retweeted it or something ever since the buyout uh they've been leaning heavily into star wars references on this show and it has not ended i think it's worked well don't want it yeah, to stop yeah pull it off <clears throat> yeah um yeah, so um, uh, our one and only fan, I guess one of two fans, uh, Ian R. Buck, asked us, uh, asked me via Twitter um, if the alien Enoch and his race of aliens is, some, is a comic book reference or something made up for the show. And I did my research, mm-hmm. and, uh, and his race is called, like, the Chronomicom or something. It has the word chrono in it. Okay. Uh, kind of in, implying time uh-huh. and time travel and things like that um, and as far as I can tell they are made up for this show they are not a thing that has ever been before or after this mm-hmm. so they didn't do some deep pull from some old weird reference they just kind of made it up for the purpose of this episode which I'm okay with because we don't need everything to be a reference <laughs> and they did, they they did plenty pull of references the, they did pull Enoch from the bible though uh, yes they did um, yeah. I liked that actor. He's playing just kind of a very generic, like, be a man pretending to be, like, just don't, just act weird, really, is it. He was, <laughs> just, he, he was the slightly more serious um, aliens from Galaxy Quest. Like, kind he, of, he yeah. He was about, had, like, their mannerisms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just a little uh, bit more serious. Yeah, but I liked that by the end he was endearing, and I, at least as a watcher like trusted him mm-hmm. and i was like oh i get what you're doing this for and you like seem like a cool dude despite yeah. the fact that you're kind of a dry robot yeah for someone that didn't smile or make any jokes it was odd to by the end of the episode be like oh man that guy's cool yeah he's just like a nice guy uh, yeah. even though we know he has like he's wearing a human suit <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so we, we still haven't seen his actual face yeah um but we i I don't know all the details. I'd have to watch it again to kind of when he first introduces himself and explains how he got, how he does. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot dropped right in like kind of two seconds, and then they just kind of moved on. It wasn't necessary information to understand the episode, but he comes from an alternate universe or the past or the future, or he comes from a million years ago to the present. I think he comes from a really far galaxy to be an anthropology. Right, he's an anthropologist, yeah. so he's studying humanity. Um, and yeah, and we, actually, we got a 
deep pull from an old episode where that family comes back who um who can see the I guess future, it was probably just of. from last season. I think but it was yeah, the, two seasons ago. Because that maybe? had that had Logan. No, it wasn't because it the 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 whole seeing the future thing has to do with the last season where they're in space at the end. Because she sees the future where this the the <laughs> The Quinjet is in space with the shield insignia. That's at the end of three, because Hive is in there and she sees somebody. Oh, what's four then? Uh, oh, that's the whole robot thing. Was, Duh, yeah. you're right. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. right. You're absolutely right. And that was the perfect way to drop exposition, because I had no idea who that person was or like why Fitz knew them. And having just another character that wasn't there for that situation be like, who are these people? Be like, oh, this is these people. And like two lines, and it made complete sense. To yeah. fill in the audience because the a character in the show asked the exact same questions that a forgetful audience member would. Right. And uh, Holly, I think, maybe recognized the name or she reacted to when they said the name. Mm. But then I remembered the little wooden bird um, because the guy carved and the little bird that she has was a significant thing in that episode. It's really mm. one episode. It's right. <laughs> the... the, the the premonition Sky has in an episode is significant for that whole season, but that actual character in that family are really only in one episode. Um, I didn't even realize they were in an episode. I thought it was just the dad, and I thought they were just connecting the dots. No, they're all in there. Hmm. Um, the daughter, you don't know anything about the daughter, and they that is all new information about the daughter being able to see the future also. Okay. Um, but the family and the wooden bird, because when Sky goes rogue... Mm-hmm. which I think was maybe a mid-season hiatus thing because it was like a time jump mm-hmm. or it was right at the end of the season. It was the end the of first three. thing she does when mm-hmm. she's all, yeah, the first thing she does when she's all in goth mode is she goes and gives the bird to that family and says, I'm sorry or something like that. Oh. Um, okay. And that's right at the end of that season. And then she runs to that alleyway and like flies away and yeah. it's like, whoa, she can fly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when that all came up. Um, but I, again, this show is, it does a good job of never, they've obviously scrapped some ideas that are old, like um, the Graviton Man is never going to come back from season one. But um, Who was uh, the Graviton Man? Remember there was a whole episode where there was like metallic slime and that one guy got like dropped oh. into it. And then his like, hand shot out at the last second and yeah. never was going to come back. Um, but that said, they do, go to, they do do a good job of referencing a lot of past seasons in the current seasons. Mm-hmm. They don't ignore all that. So the fact that they just jumped two seasons back and pulled up a character forward and kind of are referencing them again is cool yeah um also that meant that the writer got extra money <laughs> if <laughs> yeah, they if maybe. they pull if they rewrite if they write something with a supporting character from that's already been cast they get some money some bonus for that hmm. well there you go uh but yeah so so they set up this family again and the daughter is, can kind of draw the future um Either because her power is super crazy powerful, um, because seeing the future is a thing that literally caused Civil War II um, in the comic books once, uh, or because she's an inhuman and she hasn't learned to control it yet, she's kind of like mentally damaged because she can only really see the future and draw, and she doesn't really interact with anybody, mm-hmm. which was kind of sad but interesting. Um, I, I thought that the two agents that were like trying to chase Fitz picked up on that drawing the future a little too quickly way too fast because literally they're like 
this guy has no kids, and yet he has children's drawings. And the first thing they think is, like, she can see the future. And not, he's probably a pedophile. <laughs> because, literally, that's what all the arrows point to. <laughs> uh, yeah. They ignore that and find the right answer right away. Um, also, I don't know if you I've... saw this watching it online, but at the beginning of the episode, there was a last time on. Mm. And there was a bunch of clips of Talbot. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was that. like, oh, Will's going to hate this episode. And sure enough, they only mentioned Talbot. And Talbot has been replaced with a way more scary hardcore person. I thought she was dumb. Uh, she's dumb, but she's not an idiot like Talbot is. She just mercilessly kills people. Right. <laughs> For no I mean, re- really like, no reason. I didn't understand why she was doing that. She's like, oh, yeah, she's angry. But she's also yeah. like a government. Like, right. I, I, didn't under- I didn't understand <laughs> the rationale for their decision making like all right we're gonna keep this guy captive forever and not let him have a trial or anything oh but his lawyer's here we gotta let his lawyer in even though he's probably off the books and then like these people made her her subordinates made her upset so rather than demoting or getting them like discharged she just shoots them i don't (laughs) yeah it makes no sense it was extreme (laughs) and maybe didn't make sense but i'm guessing you like her better than talbot I mean, I like everyone better than Talbot, I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure. Um, I'll stew on whether or not there's any other character in this show. I don't know that, if Talbot's going to come back. They implied that, like, that he, was he might not be dead, but he's so he got shot in the head so bad, he's just gone. I hope so. I hope that actor <laughs> is on a different TV show now. <laughs> he's a good actor. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of which... Holly, at the end of this episode, my sister, who I watched this with, um, she was under the assumption, which could very well be the case, that Hunter was just in here for a cameo and is not going to be back on another episode. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I think, I mean, he definitely isn't going to be an episode for a bit because he's not going to the future. Mm -hmm. But when they go back to the present at some point, is he still going to be there or was it literally just a cameo? Um, I don't really know enough about the actor's schedule or uh, his work yeah. to know if he's doing something else. Uh, I know he's done a lot of British stuff, so it wouldn't be anything we'd necessarily see on TV here. Are, um, are they still planning on possibly doing a offshoot with him? No, that got that got canceled. Okay, because it would have been with both of them. Well, I know Most Wanted got canceled, but in this episode. Um, he like name dropped like three other buddies that all seemed <laughs> to be did. kind of criminals and kind. Of, I was like, I thought it was weird. And you, usually, when TV shows are thinking about doing an offshoot, they'll have an episode where like a character comes in yeah. and introduces a bunch of new characters, and enough people like that episode enough right. they get. Except they killed the guy right away. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe R- Rusty is his name. Rusty. Yeah, I think, I think it, was it was Rusty. Rusty. Rusty is just dead. Like yeah. <laughs> They introduce Rusty as a joke, and then he dies instantly, and it's a laugh. Like, it's not, <laughs> nobody is sad that Rusty is dead, and we stole his RV. Yeah. Um, that was the weirdest gag, and I loved it, but a very bizarre sense of humor. Um, I, I thought the ferrets being released uh, was a weirder gag. Oh, it's a much, yes, that is true. That is the weirdest gag. I lied. Uh, did I enjoy it though? I think I did. I enjoyed it as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was like, "That's dumb," but I'm laughing. So yeah, and you know how they get away with it? <laughs> they they have or, one line earlier in the episode. They said like, "Oh, it's the thing behind the ferret cages," 
Oh yeah, they set up the ferrets. And you're like, all right, there's ferrets there. It makes sense I that liked, they would use ferrets. I liked the props, which were the ferret cages, um, because they look like some like missile some giant missile pods or yeah. yeah weird laser devices and there's even like a funny line like watch out these are unpredictable and highly unstable or something <laughs> right uh and then it's uh release the ferrets which yeah. is again very stupid but that the the episode kind of earned that tone um i also I like really they, liked they broke back oh. into the place that they broke them out of like that they yeah. had to go to the same location that yeah, was, I was expecting was it to be something else. I was expecting it to be Area 51, honestly. Mm. Because they were like, there's only one place it could be. Have you ever heard of... And I was expecting to say Area 51. But it was... Uh, Area 51's not real, of. that's just in TV shows. Oh, it's real. Right. <laughs> um, I really liked the football code Yeah. Uh, that they used to break out. That was really cool. Um, <laughs> they, had an liked... entire, they had the most British scene they've ever had. Where yeah. they're just arguing about football in a jail cell. Yes. For like a really I, long time. They, do, they are. I, they do really funny British jokes or jokes about Europeans uh, with these two characters especially. Because when um, Radcliffe, they kind of started with Radcliffe and uh, him mm-hmm. talking about how they would watch football together. But there's a scene where May is pretending to be Hunter's boyfriend. I want to say last... I guess it would have been two seasons ago. And he's pretending to be his boyfriend? Yes. And he is pretending to be a super cockney guy because they're meeting with some other super cockney guy and they're at a pub and they are speaking English but it's with a heavy cockney, like, lilt to it and they put subtitles on the screen as kind of a joke because they're so hard to understand. (laughs) I don't remember They did that. In one episode, they did it. It's a really funny. funny episode. Um, so they get a lot of, they get some good, uh, kind of European <laughs> poking fun and also kind of acknowledging the significance of football over there. Hmm. Uh, and they established Fitz's love of football in season one, not his love, but his understanding because there's an episode where he is hanging out with, it's another buddy episode with Fitz where with he is Ward. stuck with, um, Ward yeah. and they get caught by a bunch of Russians or something. And then Fitz makes a emp go off so that they can't watch the game and then he fixes the electricity stuff he broke so yeah. that they love him because they fixed he fixed their football he game fix the football uh, <laughs> yeah so i anyway i really like this duo they're really funny um they get away with a lot of weird gags with them and uh, all around super great episode uh but also very sad um not only with the girl her kind of tragic uh, power, but also the ending is like it reminded me a lot of Doctor Who, kind of. Um, yeah, where one person waits for a really long time, <laughs> uh, and it's kind of tragic. And not only that, but um, like his his like "I love you, I know" with Hunter at the end there. Yeah, it was also like, all right, you're gonna be dead when I wake up. Yeah, kind of like moment. You're never gonna see me again. Yeah, right. Um, and then how does the episode end? The alien guy wakes him up and said he obviously did a bunch of planning in the intermittent years. Yeah, Enoch gave him the, the bounty hunter mask that he right. came in on and was kind of going to prepare him about what he's going to do. Right, to break him in. So, yeah. And the episode's called Rewind, so obviously that was the one flashback. I was hoping for more than one episode, but you were right. They crammed it all into one episode. But as I, as I, as I said last episode, a lot of stuff happens. Yeah. 
Because the little, literally the little pre-roll trailer they played was like a helicopter crashing, Fitz in prison, Fitz shooting both the guns. Okay, also let's talk about Fitz shooting both the guns <laughs> and just like becoming John Wick for 10 seconds uh-huh. and like annihilating a ton of dudes, which was fantastic. Which I would buy, because they, they leaned heavily on his Hydra time in this episode. They did actually. And That's I would, true. I would totally buy that he now has more military chops being part of That's Hydra. True. That's a very good point that I did not think about. But yeah, he's he probably had a lot of uh, he has all he has all of evil Fitz's skills as well as good Fitz's skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he can shoot two guns at the same time and twirl a mustache now, which he yes. could not do before. <laughs> yeah. And he has a conversation with somebody about that also about his goodness and badness. I think he talks to Hunter about it. Probably Hunter, right? Because Hunter has kind of been defined as being a mercenary mm-hmm. I mean his first season that's what he was so he's kind of about the morally gray although he was, uh, he was so a mercenary cool for like half a scene and then he was just yeah the most gold-hearted <laughs> agent ever uh yeah but um yeah uh that said they did a good job also of playing off kind of their morality of him just kind of being cool with what's going on and Fitz kind of having more struggles with it uh specifically people getting killed yeah um, but yeah, very cool episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll be nice to have him back then, uh, all together in the next one. Uh, the next title, I didn't find a synopsis. The title of the next one is called Fun and Games. I'm assuming because they've set up this gladiator arena, mm-hmm. it might be about that. Yeah, um, I can see that. Daisy fighting people and that guy who can read minds and stuff. Now, uh, since they sure. are already leaving, leaning heavily on uh, Star Wars episodes five and six do you think they're just yeah. gonna throw a rancor in the pit with daisy <laughs> yeah were those three uh, monsters from clone wars <laughs> yeah uh, the, the space, cat. space tiger space spider and uh space rhinoceros <laughs> yeah um yeah in their tiny 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 arena <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I also noticed that a good chunk of this episode was shot in one room, mm-hmm. which I feel like uh, more supports my I, my theory that Fitz just uh, had some conflict. The, the actor had some conflict at the beginning. And they're like, all right, <laughs> what can we do the quickest with this character to get him back? They're also in a van <laughs> and they're outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's possible. That's very possible. It definitely backs up my claim, which is that they're getting away with all these awesome space shots because they're using small sets over and over and over again. Yes. Uh, Also, they go down in the... There's a base under a lighthouse, a secret Mm -hmm. base, which is cool. That apparently goes down infinitely deep. Um, (laughs) It's unknown. Right. But there's a big blast door behind them. It looks identical to, like, the blast doors that are in the space parts of these episodes. (laughs) At least it was in my memory. Like, maybe maybe if I saw them side by side, it's a different set. But I think they might have just reused that big door. But here's the thing. And, like, taken some of the space scum off of it. Aliens with future tech built that space station, and aliens with future Uh tech built that bunker. So it's part of it. It's all connected. Maybe they're living in the same bunker. It's not a budget issue. It's actually so uh, consistent storytelling yeah. that it breaks <laughs> the immersion. Got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, when he was packing all that stuff on the wall, 
I was like, okay, fine, but the entire world is getting destroyed right where they're going why are they packing us in a wall yeah so are they on a spaceship now or are they on the crust of earth they're they are on a spaceship that's hovering outside the galaxy oh right i think is what they They said said that they're going into orbit somewhere else so they don't get blown up yeah yes they did say that i remember that now yeah maybe enoch moved all of the gear before they left that's that has to be what have what happened so then it remind me again because we man our last episode was rough <laughs> um uh when does how and when does fitz show up in the so next episode they slash, capture daisy episode. and then yes. a bunch of bounty hunters are talking to blue alien and they're bounty hunters that flew in from space yeah they, they weren't living on the station right they're, they're not okay i don't know if they're bounty hunters but they're people that want to buy daisy Okay. And Fitz is in that group, and he, like, takes off his mask, and he's like, no, she's the quake, the destroyer of worlds. We have to make her fight to the death or something. Okay. And then that's where it ended. All right. That's the only thing I remember from that episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Well, that's where we are. I don't know if I have any other comments. I don't remember any other great bits that I super need to talk about. This movie has undone all future marvel movies that want to that are going to possibly destroy the world that that's the bad guy's evil plan because enoch is like oh yeah we just watch you but then we interfere if there's a world ending event <laughs> that's true <laughs> and so that's true thor 2 doesn't matter um and then Thana- thor 2 isn't about earth well thor 2 the earth was going to oh die. thor 2 you're right thor 2 the earth was going to die when alien brought the red gem yeah, uh, and right. then Thanos coming to the world and going to destroy it. Apparently, maybe Enoch just got there, <laughs> the... and then maybe he dies in this season, so we don't have to worry about him again. But but he's been there the entire for sixty years, yeah. seventy yeah. years. Yeah. Well, maybe he did do something, and you just didn't see it happen. <laughs> There's there, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is actually like twice or triple the size, and it's just Enoch stopping <laughs> yeah. every event, and it is. Yeah. Uh, um, what was I just gonna say about that? Oh, it is kind of funny when they're like, "Oh yes, the prophecy: the agents of Shield must come from the past." <laughs> like it's the most weirdest. Like everyone knows, the Hulk exists on Earth. Uh-huh. Like, why don't they get him from the past? <laughs> but no, these agents of Shield. Also, the Coulson must come and rise again. Also, the prophecy uh, is from stick drawings from a five-year-old. It literally is, yeah. Meaning that Enoch has to look at these pictures and like be and be like, okay, this this <laughs> stick figure that looks identical to the other four stick figures are clearly yeah. these agents of Shield. Yeah, she's a real good artist. Um. <laughs> Do you ever watch Invader Zim? I didn't. I'm aware of it though. So the plot of Invader Zim is is a race of aliens that want to conquer the gal- the universe, and they are really really annoyed with Zim, so they just send him to the furthest place they can find, which is Earth. And they mm-hmm. didn't know that Earth was actually there. So he goes there and he's like doing his own <laughs> thing to conquer Earth. And the other people have don't even care what he's doing, but he always reports back to them <laughs> and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, is Enoch possibly in the same <laughs> in the same boat? We have this important uh, 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 mission for you. The, word. <laughs> the scientific quest. 
Yeah, it's like a Hitchhiker's Guide, where what's his name? Uh, Zeph. I'm so bad at names, man. I'm just like losing my mind. Um, his Trill- best Trillion. bud, whose oh. name is blanking, uh, writes a whole article about. He writes a whole chapter for the book about Earth, and then when it gets through the editors, it just says mostly harmless. <laughs> uh, and his his job was basically pointless. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yep. So, I don't think I have a big thought. Other than Fitz is I don't amazing. Know if I do either. I love Fitz. Other than just like everyone is learning, like oh, we can just make these comedies and it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of at the same time, they're like oh, we can just be really dumb and everyone will be cool with it. Yeah, uh, and I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. Well, I think that's all we got. Uh, thank you all for listening. I've been your host Tyler Zob. You can find me on Twitter at Tyzobs T Y Z A B S. And I've been Will Miller. You can find me on Twitter at WillerXXMiller. Release the ferrets! Bye! Oh, come on. That's unbelievable. What the hell? Who designed this?